Some people live for winter, and some people live for the bowl season. And the bowl season is here. We're in the second slot, second week of bowls. They're rolling, and it's to be, just like the weather, unexpected. Especially in today's bowl season. In today's bowl season, it's been like global warming. It's evolved. Back in the day, you could look forward to bowl games in the sense of not only the matchups, not only for the interconference uh, bragging rights, but you could look for a bowl game to see how players go against each other. Nowadays, not so much because with the transfer portal, people opt out, people transfer before the bowl game is played. So a lot of these teams, you know, you get to see, for example, Syracuse played a game with their quarterback as their tight end. Their tight end was their quarterback. And these are just a, a few of the minor adjustments that these coaches have to make to make sure that these teams are indeed playing in these bowl games that they've earned the right to play in. And this is That Guy Jake Sports Podcast. I am him, J.I.G. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to write, write, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. But on this episode, we're going to talk about the bowl games. We're going to talk about the portal. And some of the current events of college football that's going on right now, starting with, is Lincoln leaving? Is Lincoln Riley leaving USC? A lot of players have left. See, with the transfer portal, a lot of players leave. A lot of players transfer. Over 1,800 players are in, have, or are in the transfer portal this year. So, that's basically, you know, every university is going to contribute to that. That's understood. But a lot of the players that transfer are usually four and three stars. You know, you don't see many five-star players transferring, but USC has had at least, I think, three five-star players. A quarterback, a cornerback, a, a quarterback, and a cornerback. Both transferring. Have had 13 players enter the transfer portal so far, which is a lot for a school like USC. Switching defensive coordinators, getting a, a guy from UCLA in. So you would think they would be adding more players defensively and not losing them. Or matter of fact, just keeping players in general, but they're losing some good players. I mean, you expect them to add, as do most super, you know, good teams. As most powerhouse, power, you know, power five programs should do. You should lose, but you should add. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going on at USC. So, you know, I'm I'm one of the believers that believe Lincoln could go to the NFL. Lincoln Riley is the type of guy where his biggest downfall in college football has not been him as far as he's been an offensive guy. His offenses have always been able to produce. His defenses have not produced, and you know his recruiting has been suspect. Inheriting a winning program at OU, you were able to get guys like Kyler. You were able to coach guys like Jalen Hurts. You were able to recruit guys like Caleb Williams. USC is a different type of project because, yes, USC is a blue-blood. It is a powerful program. It's, it's one of those programs that you know. But USC was also failing for years. USC was dormant, a sleeping giant. So it's hard to, get, it's hard to convince kids to stay in California, play for this university. You know, we got steam. We're rolling. 
See, Lincoln Riley to me fits me as a guy that you, you know he gives a list to his you know to his GM. His GM tries to get these players or something similar to that. He runs his offense. He calls his offense. He has a guy calling his defense. I mean, he's a to me Lincoln Riley is more of an NFL type of coach. I think I think it's the recruiting thing that turns him off with college football. And now that USC is going to the Big Ten, this is a whole different landscape, a whole different animal. Like I've said before on the show, you have now got to convince kids that you were saying you get to play, you know, three, four games a year in California. Now those games are in Michigan. Those are in Illinois, Nebraska, Iowa, Rutgers, places like that. That's a whole new that's a whole new recruiting pitch. A whole new recruiting pitch for USC and Lincoln Riley. So I think right now is probably the best time for Lincoln Riley to try to go to the NFL. Maybe a team tries to do the Lane Kiffin, not the Lane Kiffin, the 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 the, the, the Cliff Kingsbury Kyler Murray thing. Maybe they try to draft Caleb Williams and take his coach with them and see what they can do from there. We've seen stranger things happen. So I wouldn't be surprised by that. Moving on to some more other current, Nebraska makes a huge flip. Nebraska gets their guy. Matt Rule gets his guy. Five-star quarterback coming in to this program is huge for Matt Rule. We saw what his defense is able to do. And like I've said on this show also, you give Nebraska a guy who doesn't turn the ball over. And, and Rayola is, you know, they have, say he's shades of Mahomes. So you get him some, you get him some receivers, you get him some athletes, and you make a run for this Big Ten championship in the next couple of years if I'm Nebraska. But one of the biggest things I have for them is keeping this talent. See, because the thing is, recruiting nowadays, it's easy to get these kids assigned for one year because they know they can leave. If things don't go what they want, they can go to somewhere else the following year. And that right there is what's key. You want to put this guy in a situation to where he wants to stay. Because I'm telling you, there's programs out there right now on the portal, Ole Miss, Colorado, Louisville, TCU, and South Carolina right now, currently are ranked in the top five of recruiting for transfer portal. But all those teams respectively have, a nice, have at least nabbed nine players out the portal. Teams are building in the portal because players are jumping in the portal because they understand that if an opportunity is not what they thought it was going to be, if this is not what they like, they can go elsewhere. They can rub that genie bottle known as the portal, and they can go where they want. And that's what that's what that that's the that's the caveat about this whole thing. Is yes, Nebraska, you did sign him. Congratulations, but can you keep him? Can you can can you sustain winning? Can you break this curse of not getting to a bowl game? These are questions that need answers. It seems like the guy's been around the program during the losing time, so he understands what he's getting himself into. He's his family's a part of Nebraska. His father went, I mean, his dad went to Nebraska. Uncle's the offensive line coach. So he 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 is a husker in and out. So this is the perfect opportunity. Don't mess this up. So but before we move on to this week's bowl games, the new slate, congratulations to the following teams, Ohio, Florida A&M, Jack, uh, Jacksonville State, Appalachian State, Fresno State, UCLA, Texas Tech, Western Kentucky, UTSA, for all winning their bowl games, South Florida is whooping the hell out of Syracuse. So congratulations on winning their national championship. This is what This is what it's about, guys. The bowl games and winning opportunities. 
so far the Big the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve are both one and zero. ACC is zero and one with the Syracuse loss tonight. Now this is a big debate amongst college football fans of who has the best conference. Last year the SEC was seven and five; they were number one. It just means more, they say. And you know what? With a with a with a bowl record like that, I, I guess so. You know, top to bottom, you know the the, the SEC, Big Twelve, Pac twelve. These are good. These these are my top three, top to bottom. The Big Ten is in question outside of Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan. We really don't know. If we could just take Iowa's defense, that would make four. But we can't do that. We take the whole complete team, and honestly, that complete team is not that good. We are yet to see what's going on. So, as these bowls get going, as as we start getting deeper water, we get, you know, bigger fish. Bigger fish, bigger bowl games. Not to take away from any of the small bowl games. I mean, you know, not to take away from those, but at the end of the day, we all know what we want. But until we get there, this is what we have. Now, switching over to the portal, rubbing that genie bottle of the portal. We're going to talk some portal news when we come with quarterbacks. Cam Ward is looking like he's going to Miami. You got Dylan Gabriel and Dante Moore both committed to Oregon. Kyle McCord is going to Syracuse. Malachi Nelson, I mentioned earlier, USC, five-star quarterback, has entered the portal. And Malachi Murphy from Texas, he has also entered the portal. See, here's the thing. Back in the day, you used to be able to, you know, there's a picture of a of a quarterback room with, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa, and Mac Jones. You won't see that anymore. You're see what Oregon has. You have your quarterback now, and you have your future. Texas, you have your quarterback now, your quarterback. You have, that that's the new standard. You have two quarterbacks. We won't get to the age and era where there's, you know, three quarterback deep no more. And that's why I say the transfer portal is going to create a new sense of levelness, a sense of evenness, a sense of no longer can Alabama stack three first-round quarterbacks because now they can transfer and play somewhere else. So now the talent is is more trickled down to everybody else. And that's why I say before we rule out the portal, we must we must embrace it and see what it can do. I'm very interested to see what Kyle McCord does at Syracuse. Was I mean I mean it was pretty much he was going to Nebraska. But with the news of Dylan Rayola, I feel like that's what threw Kyle McCord off. He wanted to go somewhere where he knew he had safety and job security for a couple years. And that's what he gets at Syracuse. He'll be over there with a new head coach from Georgia. A couple receivers are following from Georgia. I mean, Syracuse is going to be doing some good things in the ACC next year. This is very interesting. So I, I don't, I don't want anyone to ever say, you know, this doesn't like the portal, the portal this, the portal that. When it comes down to everything right now, folks, the portal is where it's at. And that's what we have to embrace. That's why I said we have to embrace it. It's not going anywhere. And it's good for the sport. Like I said, you don't have you don't have these teams just, you know, 
overwhelmed, cup runneth over with talent. You can't have that anymore because this kid can go somewhere else and play. He can get paid a little bit of money. He can play. An interesting thing I heard about getting paid, it's going along with this portal. I think it's a misconception of people think that, you know, these universities are just paying and paying and paying. I don't think that's true. I think I think people put out fake numbers because you want more money. Just like back, you know, just like, you know, people might say they have more offers just so a college might offer them faster. You know what I mean? And these are things that are true. So that's why I think you get with NIL, you know, you know, someone might say, "Oh, well, you know, they gave me 85,000, you know, just to get a little extra more." And the agents are definitely telling that. You, you you know, if you think an agent is honest, then I don't know what to tell you. If you think these agents are giving you a 100% factual concrete numbers when they say, you know, this kid's getting $700,000, you got to you got to take that for a grain of salt. Remember the game telephone you used to play? You tell a secret and then that person tells somebody and then that person... Somehow, each time it gets further down the line, it gets more and more messed up. A lot of these sources are not first-hand accounts. You know, some of these are, you know, he said, she said. I mean, nowadays, you just can just say, you know, my sources said and then people, you know, okay, they believe it. So my point is, we can't believe everything we see. And that's why I think you see some of these decisions being made. You know, that's why you see some of these decisions being made by some of these people, because it's like, well, how does Kyle McCord not go to Nebraska? How does Nebraska not land him? If, if, if we're talking about we can pay to play, you don't think the University of Nebraska's football team has more money than the University of Syracuse? 100% they do. But it, it's not about money. It's not about money. The money's going to come. They're not getting the numbers that, you know, people people say they're, you know, that they're getting numbers. I won't deny that. I know they're getting something. But as we move on, and this bowl season gets going, we get ready for these next set of games, Georgia Tech versus UCF, Troy versus Duke, Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois, James Madison versus Air Force, Georgia State versus Utah State, South Alabama versus Eastern Michigan, and Utah versus Northwestern. Coastal Carolina versus San Jose State. Now, these are the next set of games. There's going to be some good ones. That James Madison versus Air Force game is going to be a good one. When you go Georgia Tech versus UCF, you got ACC versus Big 12, Utah versus Northwestern, you got Pac-12 versus Big 10. So you got a couple interconference games. But, you know, like I said, it's going to be interesting because you don't know who's going to have who. Now, luckily for that James Madison and Air Force game, I don't think you can hit the portal if you play for the Air Force. So I think they're going to have all their players. I don't think you can portal or opt out. So in that game, I expect full rosters. But overall, these games aren't, you know, they probably aren't, you know, when you, when you wake up and think college football, these aren't the games you think of. But this is what we have, folks. And this is what we have to embrace because they earn the right to play. They earn their right to party. So the best thing we can do is bring a couple beers and some whiskey and join in. We are, we are, we are in a great time of the... It's, this is a great time of the year. Bowl season, like I said, is its own season. 
We anticipate bowl season much as people anticipate winter for some reason. No offense to you if you anticipate the snow. If you anticipate being cold for no reason. No offense to you. But that's what bowl season is. We anticipate it. No matter what the matchup are, we're going to watch it because we love football. Bowl season's bittersweet, man. It's it's the moment you realize college football is ending, but you still got football, so you watch it, man. And guess what? These kids, these young men, they deserve they deserve to be watched. You know, Utah versus Northwestern. I don't know who they're playing at quarterback. I know Cam Rising's coming back for his 20th year, but this is college football. This is where we are in college football. Northwestern, this, I mean, this is a program that fired their head coach. They had a hazing allegations, and here they are in a ball game. Went, went, on a, went on a winning streak towards the end of the season, and now we're in a ball game. And that's why you watch them. That's why you watch the ball season. Nothing else. Just football. And once again, this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Remember to listen to Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We also have an Instagram now, That Guy Jig on Instagram. So once again, enjoy the bowl season. We'll be back next week. This is the first installment of three. You know how we do it. We drop three a week like Lil Wayne and mixtapes. So this is the college football segment. We'll be dropping the NFL and the NBA is big is big stuff going on. Big things. Fancy football playoffs are starting up. We are in second round, folks. So tune into that. This is college football. This is that guy Jig Sports Podcast, and I'm gone. Peace.